<laughs> what is going on, everybody? It is your girl Martha D. Stab, owner of MDMC Entertainment, MDMC Authentics, and MDMC Talent. <laughs> but I do not own Facts of Life. That is for Facts of Life filming. What is going on, everybody? <laughs> Season four. Uh, let me let me uh, share this real quick. Oh my god! Uh, I have been going through some things over here. Um, I want to talk about it real quick. See if we have anyone here. All right, we do have viewers. Hi, what's going on, everybody? Oh man, it has been a ride. Um, oh man, it's been tough. It's been crazy, but we're here. This is MDMC headquarters, as you can see. Um, I got dressed up today. I actually had a podcast uh, interview and I have another one coming up here in a little bit and I'm just sitting here I don't want to work <laughs> there is something I need to be doing there's actually a lot of things I need to be doing but um I haven't done them uh because things have just been you know busy I don't know I the things on my list and like right now I'm having clients call me it's been crazy. Um, getting settled into headquarters has been crazy. Uh, we have MMC Authentics Pops here. Um, you know, just getting into the rhythm and the flow of things has been interesting. Um, let me send this to Eddie real quick. Uh, so yeah, Let's see if you can post that. All right. So season four of business building and beyond, I really wanted to really think about what I was going to talk about this season. I didn't hit a lot of things last season. Um, and so that list kind of transferred over into season four. Uh, season three was a little staggered. We were kind of all over the place. Um, you know, things have been interesting on my end. I kind of want to talk about some personal things I've been facing. Um, I think it was probably the last episode of last season I talked about I had some medical issues and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'll talk about it. I had anemia. Uh, I think I'm, well, no, I don't know. <laughs> I had uh, right around Pyromorphicon, I had to get on some iron pills, which was August. Um, my blood was really, really low uh, after LAX Fan Fest, literally two days after I had to have a blood transfusion. Then I got referred to an oncologist and I had to do iron infusions. So that was tough. Um, and, you know, I've just been dealing with that, trying to get normal. I just did a whole new blood panel. Uh, 
so yeah, it's been interesting. Um, hold on a minute here, downloading from YouTube. This is my life. I literally start a conversation and then I can't work and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I've been going through that. I'm waiting for this blood panels, um, response, you know, this, the results of that. And then the other thing I've been dealing with, and I haven't told a lot of people about it, but, um, I'm in the middle of getting it treated and it's one of the reasons why I haven't really wanted to do a lot of podcasting or, speaking or anything is because I'm dealing with chronic pain in my face called trigeminella neuralgia. It actually affects, it's the branch of nerves in your face. And it, it starts here and then it branches out. And so I have a hard time talking. I have a hard time. I have pressure I start tearing up. It's really weird. It affects, I, I can't eat sometimes. Um, sometimes it'll, I'll get really like a stinging pain when I bite down onto something. Uh, and it's just really difficult right now. Um, even right now, I have a little tingling right now. I'm trying to get through all of these interviews I got to do today, um, which makes you wonder, why did you even get on? video, but like I said, I have work to do that I didn't want to do, but I also wanted to launch season four of Business Building and Beyond and kind of show you my setup here. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been going through some things. It's just trying to, you know, uh, power through this chronic pain because I've never, I've, I, you know, I've been dealing with this on and off for 10 years but it's never gotten as severe as it is right now. And so I'm back to the doctor, I think next week. And so it's been interesting. It's been a really rough road, but, um, but I'm still working. I'm still getting stuff done. I, um, I realized, I think after last year, when I told my interns this, that I've had to get a planner, physical planner, and write things down. Like I have all my shit down for the week. Oh, shit, I got to do. It's, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me getting older. I just, too many things on my plate. But, um, but yeah, I've been trying to get that done. But I wanted to kick off this episode. Oh, I want to show this off. Faxfella founder Alex gave me this for Christmas. If you guys are a Blue Bloods fan, uh, it's the NYPD um, police shield. And it's the cup from there. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been an interesting, interesting time. But season four, here we are, and I'm excited to to get into this. So I want to talk about getting fired, a la James Gunn style. I was looking at the calendar, and you know, a couple things are coming around. And, um, you know, I, 
I went through something pretty difficult last year. Um, I had been working with a really big client and um, I really loved what I did. I really made some pretty amazing improvements to this company. And, um, you know, so much hard work for what, almost two, two years. And um, the things I was working on contributed to sales it, it, in a very big way. It really, um, I really loved the work that I did. I really did. It was so much fun. It was one of those things that I was getting paid a lot to do what I love. And, you know, when I got into making my own company and doing all this stuff, like, that's the point. Get clients you love to work with. It doesn't feel like work. You're creating, you're, you're increasing that bottom line. You're effective. Everything is going right, right, right. And then a James Gunn comes into the picture and says, you're not doing anything right. All this is crap, blah, blah, blah. You're done. And I'm just sitting here like, what? Mm. Hold on a second. I don't know what's going on. YouTube, for whatever reason, is being funky and my staff can't work, but whatever. Anyway, um, it's probably the the hit professionally that you don't want to get. And, you know, I, I worked extremely hard for this company. I gave it my all. I uh, created a unique CRM system for these guys. Like I did everything. I think it was probably my best work yet. And the problem with change in leadership is there's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> there is nothing you can do in honesty to save your job. Um, I mean, I think I saw that right before I got let go when I was unemployed for 233 days. You know, we saw a new person come in and we saw how much money that person was getting made or was getting paid. And we're like, this company doesn't have that money to pay that person. You know, maybe someone's job's online. And I think that was me. I think I was a sacrificial lamb in that situation. Um, because I was quote unquote terminated, but with no excuse or no reason. Uh, especially since my department made money, you know, my department's a multi-million dollar department. Like you don't cut off the marketing, like it's stupid. So one of the things about this last job that I had, this last client that I had, you know, myself and marketing director and another consultant, all of us together, we made 
we hit above the goal. There was, a, I think, a $25 million goal. We went, surpassed it. And it really sucks when you have someone who comes in who doesn't know anything and doesn't know how a company works, doesn't come from the industry that you're working in, doesn't understand it fully, and says, you guys are crap, you're done. You're done. And I don't have the answer as to how you can combat that. I think I think the first thing people think of when someone new comes in, you roll out the red carpet for them, make them feel welcome, make them, you know, code, you kiss their ass. I, I don't do that. I have never done that. I have never kissed anyone's ass to get ahead in my career. And sometimes I wonder, is that why I haven't passed my own goals? Because I don't kiss anyone's ass? Like, it makes me wonder sometimes because I, I just... I see people that do it and I've called people out that do it and it just, it's just not me. And I tried, you know, I try to be really nice. I know that my counterpart consultant who I work with, I won't mention who they are, but they're like, Martha, I've known you for years. You're kind of a bitch. And I'm like, first of all, no, when it comes to when it comes to working with people and, 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 you know, it's the first impression, I'm going to be as nice as can be, but I'm not going to go above and beyond because someone's ass. And, um, and they're like, that's fine. Just be nice. And I was like, you know, <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And so I welcome this person. Um, I, I, you know, told them, Hey, you know, this is what we're doing. I, I actually went above and beyond. I'm not actually supposed to ever be in an office unless I'm called in for like a meeting. As a consultant, I am not required to be on the job from nine to five. Like I'm just, you know. Um, I did not charge this company that time because I was trying to hold on to the job. And so at this company, this new person comes in. Basically what they do is quote unquote make you feel welcome but that's not the point the point is to incubate your brain get all your knowledge and then softly let you go um which was which was bullshit for me i felt like My other consultant friend, who is a little bit superior to me in the situation, I told them, I'm like, yo, you know, this person is asking me to come into the office twice a week from nine to five. And they said, just do it. And I said, mm, I'm not getting paid extra for that. <laughs> like, that's not my job. And he said, you know, just do it. Be nice. Hold on to your job is basically what the instructions were. And if anything is funky, let me know. And so I just, I, this person was like, I swear, I hope karma bites this bitch in the ass, but she was like nice to my face, but like I could hear her talking shit in the hall. And I'm like, this is not the impression you want to be leaving with me. Like, 
I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you move into that transition. I've been here for two plus years. I've contributed to million dollar successes. Maybe you should be a little nicer to me. And I wanted to say that, but again, you can't because then what? Then, you know, again, this is me trying to hold on to a several G's of the paycheck. And um, I had to like grip my teeth and just go through it. And I hit up my consultant friend and I'm like, yo, you know, this. she's saying this, she's saying that. She started shit behind my back. Like I could hear her in the hall. And he's like, just, just power through, power through. Anyway, so I go and I, and I do this job. I, I, on t- I think it was like Tuesdays and Thursdays. I would, and this was before I had Eddie taking over an account that I had to work on every day because I was literally in her office working on that stuff, but I'm still a consultant with my stuff. I'm still trying to work on my other stuff. And like, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm a consultant. I have other clients. I have shit I got to take care of. I'll do with you in a minute, <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, like, I'm like, I, I have to hold on to, you know, and, and some people would be like, well, that's the bigger paycheck. Pay attention to them. And I'm like, yeah, but this is like urgent. Like, this is breaking. I have to take care of this. And it's, it's hard to juggle that. And I had a really hard time doing that. And I, I spent a month in the office twice a week doing like ridiculous work that didn't need to be done. And she's like, well, you guys weren't doing this. You guys weren't doing that. I said, yeah, but that doesn't matter. This wasn't contributing money. This is like, and like this big machine I built for this company is generating money. You need to learn how to use this. And, you know, we did a couple webinars. We did a couple one-on-ones and it just, her attitude was just so smug. And I remember when I launched, you know, we all had to present what we wanted to do for the following year. What were the kind of marketing things we wanted to do? And um, I remember that after that presentation, she asked me for my presentation. And I was like, uh, why? Like, I didn't want to give it away because that's my work. You know, these are my ideas. You can't just take my ideas. Like, I don't know if I'm still employed. You know, so I kind of hesitated giving that presentation to her. And I told my my consultant friend, I was like, what do I do? I don't know if I still have a job and she wants my ideas. Like, what do you do? And at this point, he's like, hold on to your job. Just give it to her. Just give it to her. I'm like, okay. So anyway, I deal with this bullshit for about a month. At the end of the month, it was the end of February, um, February of last year. She's like, all right, so here's the thing. We don't want to work with consultants anymore. I said, that's dumb because we've, you know, contributed X amount of millions of dollars. You kind of need us. You don't know what you're doing. That doesn't make sense to me. And she said, it may not make sense, but this is what we're doing. I said, okay. Um, hmm. And so... I had actually found out she had, she had gotten access to all of the, the accounts and everything. And one of the things that popped off was I saw that there was a job listing for a marketing coordinator at that company. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, And so I hit up my consultant friend again. He's the senior to this project. 
And I'm like, hey, um, what the fuck? And he is like, what are you talking about? And I said, this. And he was like, oh, shit. And I, and I said, what? what is this? Like, what do you know? And he was like, eh, they probably should have talked to you before they put that up. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what's happening? And they're like, yeah, they really want to... Um, they really want to have more of an in-house marketing team. I said, that's stupid. It costs much more money to pay a salary of this much and benefits for this much. Like, it just made no sense. For as much money as we were doing and as, as cheaper of the option that we were, we were still not favored. Well, I wasn't. I think he kept his job, but that's beside the point. Um, I got really upset. I got really upset about it and I was like, you need to figure out what's happening here because like you're over here telling me to hold on to my job, hold on to my job and it looks like it's gone. Like why don't I need to spend all my time here helping these people if I'm not part of the plan? Like the reason I'm here is to help transition the next person in, not help them succeed. Like, come on now, what the hell is this? And so I was really upset. And so the next day I, when I had to go into the office, she's like, yeah, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And she's like, yeah, so you may, you may have noticed this post went out on LinkedIn about this position. I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, we're giving you the opportunity to apply for this position. And I was like, I was already pissed, but that made it worse. And I said, you, what do you mean an opportunity? What are you talking about? She's like, well, we want you here full time. I said, well, if you want me here full time, why am I applying? And she was like, well, it's just standard procedure, but we're giving you the opportunity to um, fight for your spot, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, first of all, let me be frankly clear. Um, you know, I'm a 10-year marketing veteran. A marketing coordinator position pays about anywhere between thirty dollars and $40,000. So I was making way more than that. Even at the last job I had before I became a an entrepreneur. But the thing that pissed me off was they're giving me, quote unquote, the opportunity and also the position of coordinator. And I said, you know, I got a coordinator position when I was fresh out of college, like fresh into my marketing career. I am not a coordinator type. I am a director. I am a CEO I am a CMO, I am a marketing director, um, which is your title. I said, I am on that level. I am on the six-figure level. I am not on the mediocre thirty to 40000 Absolutely not, no. And I said, this is kind of, honestly, this is really insulting. And you don't even know me. And I've been here trying to you know, facilitate this transfer. I've been trying to help you understand this company because you're not from this industry you're not from like i literally planned it out I'm like i am more knowledgeable in this area than you are and i am here to help you and i think it's insulting to even try to kick me out because you don't, what are you going to do after this and she was like well that's what we have planned unless you want to give us um you know a, a proposal but you need to be in the office a little bit more and i was like they're like, give us a proposal of your cost. And I was like, all right. So I went back to my consultant friend. I was like, this is what went down. <laughs> and this is what they're requesting for me now. And he's like, 
give them a proposal. I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't know what, what's happening. There's, I mean, this is like, I was told we were going to hold on to our jobs. I was told by the owner, like, this is not like, you're not losing your job. Like, this is the complete opposite. I said, you need to talk to somebody ASAP so that I don't get fired. Like, you know, and so I, I kind of left my fate in the hands of someone else that was far more superior, that had a better relationship with the owner, that had these conversations that guaranteed us not this, this whole situation not to happen. And so that led to him having a conversation with the owner and saying, look, hey, look, this is not right. You know, and the owner said, look, we told her she can bring in a proposal. Let's see what she brings to the table. And he was like, she's already like a cheaper option as a manager. Like if she drops that down any further, she's just going to be a coordinator that doesn't come in all the time. And he was like, well, let's see what she proposes. And so that's what I ended up doing. I think I cut my cost in half. And I think I put in, I would come into the office twice a week just to hold on to like that chunk of change because I was doing a lot. I was managing three social media companies, well, not companies, but the social media of three companies in this big company. And I was managing the CRM. I was managing the email marketing campaigns. I was managing um, the digital ads. I was doing a lot. Like it was a full on job. So I went and gave that to them. I was like, here you go. She's like, well, let me send it to the owner. And so they did, they had their talk. And so I think at the end of the day, I was working on some bullshit. I forget what she had me doing. And, um, you know, she's like, yeah, so I talked to the owner and I think, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna let you go. And I was like, you're stupid. <laughs> I was like, you are so stupid to do this. Um, I, again, you don't know anything about this industry. Like I am literally an asset to you. And, you know, this was a big time in this company. Like the original owner had switched hands to another owner. The marketing director left because of those changes. And then, you know, um, the, the change in leadership can be so detrimental to a company. And it's just, it's like, I don't understand how, and, and I have another example of this, but how an owner can switch hands and say, yeah, this is the way it's going to go. But then they see the internal combustion engine of the company just explode. And they have sitting here like, why did this happen? You know, it's so weird. And, but the thing that I noticed was, you know, and, and again, this is probably a fault of my own, but when I saw this director come in, she was kissing everyone's ass. She was kissing like the freaking vice president, the new vice president, just saying all these great things about this person. She didn't even know this person. I, I knew this person more than she did. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, shut up. Like, what are you doing? And so that was the difference that I saw. Like, she was overly kissing. Like, I'm sure her jaw hurt after a while. But, like, I just don't play that game. And I'm like, you know, maybe that's my fault. And maybe that's how you overcome the changes of leadership. Because you could be the best in the game and still get fired. That's I will I will call myself Superman in this case. I got Henry Cavill, <laughs> you know, like I and and on top of that, 
my, some of my parting words were like, hey, you know, I made this CRM. I worked with a designer, a, a coder. If something happens to this, the company that this is based off of will not help you because it's custom. You're going to be in trouble if something happens. And so, and the sad part is, is when I left, when I, I got, when I was let go from this company as a consultant, that really hit me in the gut. And I remember going to the owner and being like, hey, hey, man, uh, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. He's like, yeah, no problem. And one of the salespeople was like, oh, Martha, I need to talk to you about something. And I was like, I was like, oh, I guess you didn't hear. I'm done. Like, I'm not here anymore. But thank you so much. And he was like, no, like right in front of the owner. And I was like, yeah, man, um, I, I don't know. Keep in touch. I, here's my personal email if you need help with sales or something. Like, yeah, I can definitely like consult or whatever, like give you some pointers or whatever. And they were like, no. And so my departure, and, and, and I noticed this at any time where I have unceremoniously been let go somewhere, which has been like twice, <laughs> twice as an actual employee, twice as a actual consultant, because I never get fired. It's always due to circumstance. And this was a funky circumstance. But the entire company, like, feels, like, some type of way about it. They're like, how could you let her go? She was so good at what she did. She brought in X, Y, and Z. She did this, this, and this. And so I remember at the first company, the termination where that happened, there was, like, it was unruly how the staff like freaked at the situation and they were like you let her go like that's that's a bad sign like why would you do that and they never filled my position i don't think um i don't know i didn't care to keep up with those guys um and then the business coach really didn't care I, there wasn't really a ripple effect but in this case as a consultant and not an actual employee people were surprised and i still kept in touch with a lot of those people after the fact excuse me after the fact people would hit me up they're like oh my god like do you know what she's making us do and i'm like oh no what and they would tell me these horror stories of what's happening inside their company and i'm like wow that's really sad i'm like yeah, i'm so sorry and they're like i had employees asking me, is there any way you can talk to the owner and come back? Is there any way that maybe something we can do? I'm like, no, man, it's, it's done. You have new leadership. New leadership doesn't want me. Um, I think my consultant friend held on to his spot because he did offer something a little bit more that kept him a little bit more valuable than myself. And, you know, honestly, that really that really hit a chord with me. And I think, you know, as we set up headquarters and as we are really, I'm, I'm attempting to put my nose to the ground and really, really work and deliver some new things that we haven't like new services that we haven't offered and, and something else I'm working on that can drive a little bit more money to us that, that can be valuable to entrepreneurs. Like I'm working on a lot of things right now, but I remember having that conversation with my consultant friend, they're like, well, you, you know, you lost yours, you're a dime a dozen. You know, they can find anyone to replace you. You don't bring anything special to the table. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like I, you see what I did with this thing? Like 
I had to sit here and relearn the software and then relearn how, well, I'd never relearned it. I had to learn, well, I did relearn it because I did work on that software when I worked with the business coach, but I had to relearn it, figure out the back end of it to make sure it did things right on the front end of it. Like I became a CRM manager. Like I, I spent, I want to say six months preparing it, importing contacts, and then creating the emails that went into it and then actually releasing funnels that would go through the lead stage. Like it was a work of art. It is the most amazing thing I've ever made. And, and to this day, it's a, it's a career highlight for me because I've never done something like that before. But I'm like, I am not a dime a dozen. Like I took offense to this person's comments. Like I understand they do something I don't know how to do. And that that's something that to me kind of stuck with me like, well, shit, do I need to learn how to do that service or do I hire someone that could bring that service to my business? Like, you know, I I feel like <sighs> this whole entire experience really gave like it just shot me in the ego. And then I think what made it worse was that this quote unquote director was talking mad shit about me at meetings at, at in public places. And I kept getting word back that that those things were being said about me. And so I'm like, all right, so this person obviously doesn't know what they're doing and they feel the need to insult me because they really don't know what the hell they're doing and they're feeling insecure. Um, a lot of really, pe a lot of people at that company said wonderful things about me. They said great things about me. So that person didn't, didn't take that too well. And so for me, that's like, wow, like you're really insecure. Like, you know, you aren't doing right. You, I, I, everything I said about you is correct. And so, and I've seen, I, I kind of, you know, I have people that still hit me up randomly and like, hey, do you know what they're doing? I was like, no, I'm not even paying attention. What happened? And they'll tell me this, this, and this. And I'm like, hmm. And sometimes it's people that still work there. And I'm like, yeah, I have no opinion. Like, I, good luck, guys. And, you know, I, and I'll be, I'll be a little cocky about this, but I, I kind of was telling the co-CEO, I said, I, I expect a call by the end of the year. Something's going to happen, and then I expect a call to come back. Ironically, it didn't happen, but it does happen in another situation where change of ownership happens or change of leadership happens, and the slate needs to be clean. In some cases, like in that last case, maybe if I had kissed ass a little more, I think the moral of the story of that was maybe if I kissed ass a little bit more, I could have survived that. Maybe the Thanos snap wouldn't have affected me. You know, um, and I, it's hard to say, honestly, and I, I really didn't want to apply for, I felt like that was really insulting to be given the quote unquote opportunity to apply to a job that I had already been doing. And on top of that, being given a demenial fucking title to, you know, like I didn't want to give up my nine, like I didn't want to go back to a nine to five. Like, this is my life. I, I come into this office at noon. <laughs> like, I usually don't start working until noon. I, I get my workouts in in the morning. 
I work for like four hours and I go back to like working out. Like, I mean, and then I go and do dinner and I go to bed. Like, I like my life. You know, I have fought hard to live this life. I have my own freaking office. I sell Funko Pops, you know, like I do comic cons. I travel like I couldn't I I couldn't see. And my mom was like, you should have just applied. I was like, no, because then I lose this. I lose this this right here. Sorry, it's weird. It's, I'm getting used to working on this wall. I would lose this. Yes, it would still exist. But part-time again? No, that's just, and so, yeah, maybe I could have kissed ass. Maybe I could have, I, I mean, I remember at one point I did go out for coffee. I was like, hey, you know, I'm leaving. I'm going to take my break. Would you like some coffee? I'm going to head to the Starbucks. Like, what's your drink of choice? And um, she was like, I'm good. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. So I did try. I did try. I stayed late. I worked on projects. On top of this, I remember, and this is where it drew the line. And I talked to the previous marketing consultant. I was like, you know, one thing I don't like is that I am getting like, you know, I feel like this is really, this is really aggressive. Okay, I would get emails at 6 a.m. from the new director. 6 a.m. I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, I don't work until nine. <laughs> like my start, even as a consultant, like my earliest I will start working is 9 a.m. And that, you know, and I mean that because, you know, I am on my phone. I am checking emails. If I have to respond back to somebody, I will. But like technically, physically, like I don't come into this space and like work until noon. And but prior to that, like I'll get emails at the gym or whatever. I'll I'll answer back or whatever. And so, six a.m. I would wake up around nine. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I wake up at nine and I had ten messages from this chick, and I missed two phone calls. And then I had one from my other consultant friend. I'm like, why are these calls so early? So I get on, I call my consultant friend and I'm like, what's up? And he was like, where the hell are you? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you missed this, 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 and this. I said, first of all, I'm not an employee. Second of all, I start at nine. <laughs> um, why am I getting emails at 6 a.m.? And they're like, you want your job, don't you? Wake up at 6 a.m. and answer these emails right away. And I'm like, no, this is aggressive. This is like psychotic. No, I'm not doing this. And um, I remember writing back. I was like, hey, good morning. Um, so I'm answering all these emails, blah, 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 blah. And um, she didn't like that. And I was like, damn. And so I really, I know me and my other consultant friend had a really strong conversation about it. I said, look, you know, that's not fair for me. I'm not an employee, one. Two, uh, that's 6 a.m. emailing is aggressive. Absolutely not. I'm a consultant. I set my own hours. I start at nine. And typically that is true, even if I'm not physically here in this office. I start at 9 a.m. Point blank, because I have given and I have earned this right to start at this time. I lost that right. And he's, you know, he told me, nope, you're going to have to get up earlier. 
You're going to have to answer faster. You're going to have to be there for this person and help them through this process. I was like, this is bullshit. I didn't sign up for this. And so, but I did, I dug my heels in. So I would wake up at like 6.30, go to the gym. I would hear my email go off at uh, seven o'clock. She would send emails again and again and again. And I answered them all. I'm like, yeah, this, 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 and this. And so I tried and I did that for almost a month. And I told the past director, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, what? We're not doing this. This is insane. And she's like, man, you just got to do what you got to do. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I did everything I could. I tried to walk out of there. She was like, one of the things that really, like, really pissed me off was as I left and I told her about the whole thing, like, hey, this is a custom project or whatever. She was like, so what is it that you do? And I'm like, I'm a marketing consultant. I do all digital marketing. She's like, good. Maybe I'll refer you to people. I'm like, it's fine. Um, I was like, thanks. Like I, the fake thanks and just kind of walked off. I was like, not doing this. So in some cases you can avoid the snap. In other cases, you're going to have people that just want to clean sleep. And this happened with another, I don't know what it is. I think the beginning of the year and the end of the year is usually when these decisions are made. And that makes sense because I usually pick up clients around this time. Like I've had a couple, I've, I actually just started uh, working with a brand new client this month and I'm hopefully start with a new one next month. We'll see how that meeting goes, but you know, it's a wave, you know, I just had someone hit me up on Instagram say, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I said, well, do you even know what an entrepreneur is? And they're like, no, but I want to be one. You make it look like fun. I'm like, you know how hard this shit is? Like, do you understand that I could lose a job at any given time because someone doesn't feel a certain way or or there's a change in management and there's nothing I can do to combat that? Like, there are some cases, I like this case, I tried. I tried kissing ass. I tried all that shit. It just wasn't in the cards. And sometimes in the universe, if this is meant to be, then that it's meant to be. You're going to lose that job. And that's the reason for that is because the universe is opening up the space to fill it with something else. And sometimes you just have to accept it. And like I had a like that one really hurt my ego. It hurt my ego so badly. Like I was I, I feel like I went through a little bit of a depression because I really loved that job. I really loved that client. I loved what they did. I love what they stand for. And on top of that, I had been wanting to work with them several years prior to actually working with them. Like it was on like the dream, the dream list of people you want to work with. And that's why I think it probably hit me the hardest was like, oh, now what? Like, ugh. It sucks. It sucks. And there's really, again, there's nothing you can do. And sometimes the universe says, you know what, Martha, let's move on. And the same thing happened this year. I had the exact same thing happen. Um, we run a couple of months back, maybe six months back. No, eight months, nine months back. I'm trying to think where I was. So about nine months prior to this let go, um, my, I'm working with um, a client. We're doing great. We're rebranding. We're getting the word out. Sales are increasing, which is the point because whenever you 
rebrand somebody and you get the word out, you're working really hard on a brand. The point is to get people in through the door. And so I worked extremely hard. This was a client I was posting for maybe three or four times a day, really putting in the work. And again, I have a business owner that says, hey, I added a business partner into the mix. You, you know, you may be hearing from this person, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And I did get a message, someone who was really passive aggressive saying, hey, this is so-and-so. Are you posting this, this, and this? I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, it was very aggressive. And so I'm like, I'm sorry, who am I speaking with? And they're like, this is so-and-so. I'm the manager of so-and-so. And I was like, One moment. So I hit up the owner. I sent the message over. I screenshot it. I said, I just want to make sure before I release any proprietary information, is this your new partner? And they look at the message. They're like, whoa, yeah. I said, okay, I just want to make sure before I answered them. And they're like, wow, that was really aggressive. And I was like, a little bit. Maybe talk to them and maybe fine-tune their communication skills with their consultants. And I said, hello, so-and-so. Yes, I am posting this, this, and this. Um, I understand you're a new partner with so-and-so. Appreciate it. Um, looking forward to working with you. If there's anything else, please let me know. And they were just like, thanks. I was like, oh, okay. I remember because I know exactly where I was when this happened. I wasn't even in San Diego. I was traveling at that time. And when I get back to San Diego, I hit up the owner and I'm like, hey, so what's the deal? And they're like, oh, you know, this is my new business partner. You know, he has a lot of ideas on to boost X, Y, and Z. And I said, okay, I, that's understandable. You're a business owner. I'm a business owner. If I brought someone in, um, I understand that. And they were like, yeah, you know, we're really sorry that this, you know. And I was like, not a problem. And so... The one thing that I took away from that conversation, I actually, when I talked to the owner, when I was traveling, he was like, oh, he really wants to take over the social media. But I told him, no, you're running ads. You're doing this. You're doing this. You're, you're producing results. We're not touching that. I was like, all right, that's cool. And I said, but here's the thing. And I said, I'm, I, and I just experienced the loss with the last company with my, my James Gunn. I said, look, you know, I understand new people come in. It's, you know, this is a, I just experienced this. You know, it's a trend. This is what happens. People, new people come in. The first thing they want to touch is social media marketing. God knows why, especially if they're producing fantastic results. He's like, no, no, no. I completely agree with you. We're not doing that. That's not happening. I was like, all right, great. So I continue to work with this person. Like every now and then he would text me, hey, I need this post up. I need this, this, and this. And then he would berate me a little bit. And I'm just like, I fucking hate this guy. And so I would talk to another manager and I'm like, hey, can you, can you give me some insight on what's happening? And so they started updating me on what was needed. So that other person never talked to me anymore until there was a snafu. Uh, with a post and, and, you know, I said, Hey, you know, I have people showing up to your facility there. You're not there. I was told you're here. What happened? Why is there a miscommunication between myself and you? 
and they they really let me have it. They're like, I have worked with other marketing consultants before. You're not the first. And I'm like, I understand that, but we have mad people <laughs> upset at your facility. We need to figure this out. And so they didn't want to deal with it. So anything, but anyway, after Christmas, which is so lovely, you know, I'm like gearing up for the new year. I'm like, all right, we have X, Y, and Z. We got to work on. We have this, 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 and this. I'm counting the money flow. And I'm like, all right, projecting into the new year. I'm like, all right, this looks solid. And we all do this as business owners. We have to map out the year in a way. And there, I mean, like I just, and it's funny because shortly after a conversation I had, I'm like, wow, I'm not making as much money as I thought I was going to make. And, um, you know, I was applying for insurance and like, well, how much money do you make? I said, I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, why not? And I'm like, because I'm a business owner, my money moves in waves. I don't know what I'm going to make this year. And, um, and that's kind of what happened. Love, lovingly being told to myself, I'm like, I got this. And then I get a call from the owner of that company I was working with. And they said, Hey, um, so you remember someone? So I'm like, yeah, I do. And they're like, well, I am giving him full reign on this facility. Um, this person wants to do a complete clean slate. Um, I just want to give you the warning that you're probably going to get cut. And I said, okay, that's fine. I said, you have your invoice. You know what to do. Um, yeah. I said, if, that, if, that's, if that's the case, he's like, just post up until the new year. And after that, and I said, okay. I did that, posted everything, got everything scheduled and done, and then kind of washed my hands with it. I'm like, okay. And then I always think in my head, there is no one that could do better than me. <laughs> that's my toxic trait. There is no one that can do what I can do. And that's guaranteed. You know, there is a special finesse. And I told this owner this. I said, look, I enjoyed working with your company. I really enjoyed the work I put in, writing these creative ads, getting people into the door, showcasing this. On top of that, implementing reels and really, really honing in on getting those views. Like, It's insane how much it takes to do that. Like I've come to the point now it's the new year. Everything is on rails now. Like my poor, my poor intern staff, they kill it every week. When we do our weekly meetings, I'm like, yo, you guys did this, this, and this like fantastic work. Look at our analytics. They're going up. And like, like, and I just gave one of my girls their flowers. I'm like, girl, look at this shit. Look what you're producing. And it's amazing. And it's, it's very fulfilling. And so I was feeling that for this specific client and they're like, no, 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 you did amazing work. It is not, you're, you're not losing this gig because of your work. Your work is outstanding. The thing is, is we have a new person coming in. They want a fresh slate. And I was like, whatever, this is what it is. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, this is the second time I've lost something due to change in management, a la James Gunn style. You know, um, James Gunn Thanos you know, I, the, the, you know, the snap happened and I lost these jobs. And, and, and in one case, I probably could have tried a lot harder to save it. Didn't want to, didn't want to give up any of this. I, I dug my heels in and I said, no, I'm standing firmly ground on who I am and what I do. You either take this package or you don't. And, um, 
you know, and, and then again, you know, my wonderful colleague of mine saying, well, you're not that, you know, not that special. You can't, you know, there's a dime a dozen of you, blah, blah, blah. And it's just kind of, it, you know, that, and I think that really hit me in the gut because I, I sat there for a full year thinking about it. Like I need to make more money and I need to be uh, more of a threat. If people decide to cut our services, what they're going to lose. And then I experienced that with the one that snapped his fingers, wanted a whole new sleep. I get a phone call last week and they said, hey, would you be willing to do an ad for us? And I'm like, what is it? And they said, look, we need this, this and this. The person this person hired doesn't know how to do this. You do. Will you please work on this? And I'm like, and I'm like, well, I don't feel comfortable doing that because the way things ended with that. Like, I'm not really, I honestly, like, I don't know. And they said, oh, please, you know, like, oh, we loved all your work and blah, blah, blah. I said, then you should have kept me, you know, because now you're going to, you're going to ask for one service. That one service is going to cost half of what I was charging you, <laughs> you know, like when you leave me. And you come back to me, those prices, expect those prices to go up a little bit more because you fucked up. You know, you caused me grief and anguish and you messed up my roller coaster graph I had in my head of how much money I was going to make in the year. Um, it, but that's the thing is that sometimes people come back and they're like, hey, you know, you really were good at this. You know, we really need your help. And I think that's a true testament of you know, um, your work and what you bring to the table and how you accomplish these things. It's, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. I don't, you know, and I, and I tell all the interns during their interview process, I'm like, Hey, look, all right, here's our client list. Here's who we're working with. I just want you to know we never, and I even say this to even potential clients. I said, we have never lost a job due to performance. It's always been due to circumstance. And they're like, what do you mean circumstances? It's a change in leadership. That's always the time that we lose a job. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And I hate it. Is there any change in leadership on your end? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. We're the owner. We wouldn't do that. If, you know, and I said, I get that, but I dealt with a couple of owners before that did do that. So just to be clear on your end, you know, they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not. No, no, no. We're, we're not going to do that. So those owners are pretty hands-on, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think the answer is, you know, just go into the situation. If that situation arises, be on your best behavior, <laughs> be very, very nice and very accommodating. Do what you can. I don't know if your job's at risk or not. Um, but if the change in leadership happens and, and things look that way, just do your very best to just be nice and respectful because again, you could use a referral if they like you enough, you know, you can always get that referral down the line. If they don't like you, then just, just try not to leave on a bad foot. I know when I walked out of that bitch's door. Um, I wished her the best of luck. I was like, you know, I said a couple things. They came off as quote unquote salty. Um, 
And I, I told my consultant, I said, well, yeah, they were salty. Look what happened. You know, how is it that I sat here and delivered millions of dollars in results and you kick me out? Like, I'm the one that got, you know, canned. Like, this this person's job was saved because of their skill set. And I can't be mad at that because they did bring something else to the table that I didn't. And that's when I sat here and I was like, you know what? I need to be better at what I do. I think that was the, you know, take the lesson and run. In some cases, you can't avoid what's about to happen. If it's going to happen, it's going to fucking happen. And that that's all you can do. Like at the end of the day, there's nothing else you can do. Just hope for the best. Be respectful. Be nice. Hold on to your job if you can. But if it's not meant to be, the universe is telling you it's not meant to be. Um, and if they come back and ask for your help, up the price. Because, you know, it is a lot of pain and it's a lot of anguish. You know, you had your year planned. Um, and, you know, this year, you know, last year was amazing. And because we had a lot more funds in our pocket, we could do a lot more things. This year, I'm scaling the fuck back. I'm like, no, I want to. And I think Roger Velasco, our dear client, said this. He's like, it's the rubber band effect. You're taking the step back and then boom, next year you're going to be like popping. I'm like, I, that's the plan. I'm literally putting my nose to the grind and trying to do something that I have never done before. And it's taking me a little time to figure it out because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'll flip through Instagram and I'll see other people that are in my space or in a space similar. And I'm like, let me download their, their webinar. Let me download this. Let me do that. And just to keep increasing my knowledge, my services, to make sure that something like this doesn't happen. The objective is to impress a James Gunn type figure and not be part of the snap. It, it's, there's, there's, in some cases, I think you can avoid being terminated due to a change in leadership. And sometimes you can't, um, but just behave your best and uh, work it out as best as you can. And, um, you know, keep doing the great work that you do. I think that's the overall takeaway I can give from that is, you know, now because of these situations, I am working on a better me on a more knowledgeable me on uh, an MDMC, an MDMC that can give you everything. Obviously, we're trying to be the one-stop shop. Um, I want people to have everything that they need at their fingertips, you know. Um, and I can go into this a little bit. Um, so as you can see, we have MDMC Entertainment. MDMC Authentics is our collectible store. You should see the inventory that we're going through right now. It is a mess, but it's amazing how much we've accumulated um, our next big appearance at a show will be WrestleCon. We will have D'Lo Brown at our table. So you'll see us there. I don't know what's next after that because, again, I'm trying to, like, work and get this done. And I haven't officially launched MDMC Talent yet. But what that is, it's a booking agency component that we have implemented into our company because we do have people in entertainment that also need to get booked to comic cons and stuff. And so we're working on that. And so um, we do have a couple clients on our roster. It's not huge yet, but I'm working on something. So 
just keep working, keep grinding, give it your all. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, that's literally all I can leave you with. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I think I've heard this. I've seen this on Instagram where people say, the people that say it is what it is are the most dangerous because they don't give a fuck. They're just moving on to the next thing. And that's kind of how I feel, you know. Um, there is nothing you can do. You have to you have to push forward. You have to grind. You have to get there. And so it is what it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on season four of Business Building and Beyond. I hope to give you more real life experiences. I'm hoping to give you more videos of our travels and our shows. We'll have a definitely have a really cool video for WrestleCon with D'Lo Brown. Um, and we hope to give you some really cool content. We're trying to grow this channel. I haven't thrown any ad dollars here, but I think I will this year. Um, you know, I feel like, um, people that have seen business building and beyond, you know, have been reaching out to us via LinkedIn and saying, Hey, you know, you have a really good, um, knowledge base on this, this, and this. So, you know, we are being seen, we are being heard. I mean, I look at my analytics weekly, um, a lot of you see us, a lot of you aren't interacting with us. So if you can please like smash that like button and give us a like, give us a follow, give us some love. It's free to give love. Um, and yeah, uh, tell people about our channel so we can start getting those uh, subscribers up. We appreciate your time. We hope this helps. Um, also, you can catch this video in the podcast form on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, um, Pandora, iHeart, we're everywhere. Anywhere that you get your podcasts, look up Business Building and Beyond, and we are there. Thank you so much for your time. Yay to season four. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you in the next video. Bye.